Yo, what's going on, people? It's another episode of The Real World. Uh, I got the chance to have my man Stu in here. You might know him as Bartender Stu on IG. Uh, we're going to talk about D.C. and the place that we live. Um, Stu, what's going on, brother? What's going on, man? Thanks for having me on. Nah, thank you. Um, this all started as an idea because I saw an IG story that you did, and you sounded like you had a lot of stuff to say. So, obviously, with me having a platform, um, I wanted to give you the chance to tell people why you really met. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. Um, and there's a little bit of a story, just dating in D.C. and, you know, the things that I see coming and going, the problems folks have, the things that I see about why they're not really problems, but, you know, just kind of things about how folks are. And, and our folks really from out of town come in and, and really try to take D.C. to a different level that doesn't need to be taken. When you say they're trying to take it to a level, what do you mean? Uh, you know, monopolize. I mean, you know, you have you know younger folks that come here. A majority work on the hill. Uh, come in, you know, as staffers, um, or folks come into D.C. for internships and end up staying around. Uh, and then it comes into the the whole D.C. party scene of where can I go? Where can I be seen? What can I get for free? So you think it's kind of like a sense of entitlement. I wouldn't say a sense of entitlement. I would just make more so say it's a it's a sense of, you know, I'm a, I'm a woman in D.C. and I deserve this, or I'm a man in D.C. and I, I have this dollar sign behind my name and I can get this. Honestly, do you think that changes with the city, or do you think that's just a D.C. problem? Uh, I would probably say it's more so a D.C. problem than it is anything else. I, I mean, I've traveled and don't really see that as the case, you know, in other cities that I've gone to. So I lived in L.A. for, like, let's say five years in, like, my late 20s. I think I moved back when I was, like, 30. Um, and one of the things I saw is, like, it's sort of the same thing, but people are different in the sense where everybody wants to get to know your name because you might be the person that can kind of put them on for their career. Everybody's there to be in Hollywood. So, like, if I know you, you might know somebody, and you can put me on, and we're all good. Where I feel like in D.C., um, the first thing that most people ask you is, what do you do or what school did you go to? Right, that's a DC question. Yeah, um, typical DC question. So, uh, I got a question for you. Uh, why do you think that there are so many men and women in DC that are probably single? You said why there's so many men and women in DC that are that are single, especially in their thirties, because we're talking about a, a specific age range. Well, I feel like you come to DC in your twenties, you you live it up, you live the party life, you live. There's no day. There's no tomorrow, there's just today, and so you live it up every day like today is your last, and then you hit your 30s, and you were a bottle girl in your 20s, and now you're not a bottle girl, and you fall back on your career, and it's not really working out the way you wanted to, or you're a young guy in your 20s, and you know, you're out jumping to the free parties, spending all your money at the free parties, and now you're 30, and you're trying to figure out why is a girl you were chasing in your 20s still single and why were you chasing her in your 20s and now you're still single and now you can't really figure out what the hell is going on so talk to me a little bit about because i think this is interesting so you chase the shorty all the way through your 20s um you realize both of you are in your 30s do you go after her now or why do you just leave her alone like what makes you decide to do that well i mean well for me i, I don't believe that's backtracking but i mean if you are someone who believes in that and you want to go back and chase her, chase her. I mean, you know, 
everyone seems to live for the chase. Everyone seems to, to live for the next shot they can shoot. So if, you know, the, the opportunity is open for the, the pass or the steal, take it. So I know a lot of people who, if I'm going to keep it real, um, there's always like that, that one that got away, right? Of course. There's so that one that got away. I mean, I, I've got the one that got away. I don't have her, but I mean, I have in my mind that one person that got away that, you know, if I could, you know, go back and, you know, people always say hindsight's twenty twenty, and kind of do it again. I probably, I would do it again, but at the same time, I would probably say I would, where I am currently in life, I can't say I would mess it up, but for the reasons why it got messed up previously, I'm, I'm pretty sure it'll probably, it'll probably mess up again. So I was going to say, are you sure you're one of those people where... When things happen, everything happens for a reason. So if we we really didn't work out, it's a reason why we didn't. Yeah, I I feel like that's, that's a very uh, a good thing for me to believe in, I, and, I, and I feel like everyone should believe in that. I mean, it's not a thing that's correlated to the Bible or anything like that. It's it's a theory that you know, if it says there's a partly chance that it's going to rain outside and you don't leave the house with an umbrella and it rains outside and you get wet, whose fault is that? Probably yours. <laughs> if I keep it real. Probably. <laughs> Probably yours. Um, so how do you think people are meeting people in this day and age? You know, everybody's on Soul Swipe, Tinder, Bumble, all the other little online social medias uh, or social uh, dating sites. You know, I I'm, I think I'm still traditional in the sense of, hey, Stu, my, uh, my homegirl said she was interested in you. What's going on, man? You trying to link up or what? And, you know, it's usually, yeah, I don't think I would. We go out, you know, go to happy hour or somebody's having a kickback, you know, we'll meet there. You know, I think, you know, now for me, you know, going to the kickbacks are cool. You know, I, I'm a very, uh, I like to entertain and have folks over to my house. So when there's an opportunity to invite people over, you know, I always say, hey, bring somebody you know, who we don't know will bring somebody through that, you know, normally wouldn't come over so that, you know, it's a it's a, a platform for folks to, to meet folks. So I wouldn't say I'm a matchmaker. So I'm not But you're into the friend there. of the friend. But I'm into the the friend of a friend. Alright, so like as a dude that never used like Soul Swipe or Bumble, uh, I did play around with Tunda, but mostly just to look at the women. Um I don't know if I'm ready for that. Like if that was the world, I know that's the world that we currently live in, and people are meeting people like that every day. But well, it's not that people are meeting people like that every day. I think it's the world of people are so stuck in their damn phones that you know if there's a a way to buy your groceries on the phone, you'll do it. And there is, if there was a way to buy liquor on your phone, you would do it. And there is, you can order food on your phone. So now there's a way to virtually interact with another person's opposite sex on your phone. So people do it. I know plenty of people that get it down like that. Won't even lie. Um, so just based on what you said, uh, how often do you think you talk to women that you just meet on the street randomly? On a daily basis. I mean, you know, I walk with my head up. You know, I've always got a smile on my face, whether I got my headphones on or not. And I'm always the, you know, the the homeboy nod or you know the friendly wave uh, when it comes to walking past folks. So does that work? Like do and I, it works, but I wouldn't say that you know I use it as a mechanism to you know jump to the next you know stage on Super Mario Brothers uh, and, and jump down the flag and say oh I, I got in so what's next? But 
You know, it all depends on, on, on how they react to that. You know, some women, you know, will, will wave back. You know, someone will nod back. Uh, some will ignore you. Um, and, you know, some will, you know, kind of give you that, 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 that mode of confidence where you kind of say, okay, you know, I can go in and say, hey, and introduce yourself or whatever the next step that, you know, you decide to take in that. But see, I got beef with that. If I'm going to keep it all the way real, <laughs> I should be able to approach you on the street and not necessarily have to jump through hoops or see you multiple times and it be okay. And I'm not saying that I'm entitled to have you, you know, speak to me or wave back or whatever. But I feel like that's one of the ways where because of technology is so easy now, everybody's scared to interact with people on a personal level. Like, you ain't got to give me a number. You ain't got to give me anything. But if I smile and I talk to you, I should at least get a high back where, you know, back in the day, remember, we had to go, when we started going, when we initially started clubbing, you couldn't do that. Like, you, there was no sitting on the phone, Snapchat, IG stories or whatever you're doing to kind of show everything that you're doing when you're in the club. Like, you had to actually interact with people. Where now I feel like it's way different. And everybody, and even people our age, where we're like, yo, nah. Like, I'm just going to DM her later. Like, I ain't got to get at her now. I can send her this quick DM. Yeah, I mean, and, and yesterday I posted a question on, on Facebook and said, dude, do people still believe in talking on the phone? You know, a, a lot of the world these days is so is so digital and so transparent but non-transparent. And, you know, I still believe in talking on the phone. Maybe not on the corded phone like at mom's house where... You know, if somebody falls asleep first, y'all still on the phone, but, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, you doing these six-hour <laughs> sessions like we was kids? You know nah, but, you know, still, you know, talking on the phone, whether it's 30 minutes, an hour, you know, you get a chance to, to connect with a person on a different level than it is through a text message or a book of text messages. You know, let this put down for the record, I hate long-ass text messages. If you can type 10 minutes worth of text message, call me. We can talk about it for five minutes. Yeah, but people don't do that shit no more. <laughs> we can accomplish the same goal. So, yeah, but I believe strongly in the digital age, especially as coming from, you know, my profession as a digital marketer. You know, I, I get it. But, you know, when it comes to a social interaction, especially with someone that you're dating or considering to date, I don't think that the, the cell phone should be a major part of that. You say that, but you DM checks though, right? I mean, I slide into DMs every now and again. When the snow is when the snow is right, how does that work out for you? It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, um, but you know, it's on a Saturday night. It's, it's it's fun to you know give some some thought into you know instead of double tapping on Instagram, you know shooting a message and and getting shot down in the process of of, of trying to successfully make a Steph Curry shot from the three point line. So why do you think shorties are saying no? Or shooting down, the, like, they blocking your shots like they, you know what I'm saying, like Matumbo. You know, I, well, I feel like now, you know, and I wouldn't even just say or use from personal experience. I, I see women or friends of mine who are women that are blocking, and I'm not going to say blocking their blessings, but blocking men from opportunities that if they were in dire circumstances, they would, you know, be open to or... You know, there's always that notion of that that two hundred fifty dollar date that everyone always talks about, or you know, the notion that every woman is looking for a free meal from a dude. I don't really think that's what it is, but you know, when you hear about the women that always say, "I'm single, I'm single, I'm single," guys aren't trying to hit me. Guys aren't trying to hit me. But if I said, 
give me your phone and I look at their phone they got 20 dudes in their DMs talking about what's going on like what's going on like what's up like but they're not responding to them yo I would love to hit a psychology of a woman with that and I say that because people DM like if somebody DMs me or they say anything I don't automatically assume that somebody's trying to get at me like you shouldn't yeah like I could just assume like you unless, thought that something that I said was worthy of you saying something for. Right. Or, I mean, unless they blatantly come at you and say, hey. What's good? I'm trying to fuck. Like, yeah. Like, right. I don't take like, it that way. Yeah. yeah. Then don't take it that way. Like, if somebody says, you know, you post something like, oh, my God, I love Jesus and blah, blah, blah. And somebody's like, I love Jesus, too. All right, cool. Bet. Y'all both love Jesus. Great. If a chick posts an Instagram story and says, hey, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. Everybody's trying to fuck. Like, and a dude hits her up. You can't say that he's thirsty for hitting her up. Uh, you gave him a reason to hit you up, and so now he's here, and now you mad. Why? Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Like why you would, you know, be upset by somebody falling into your thirst trap because you said it, they fell, and now they're here, and now you're upset. But do you think that they're upset, or do you think they're just looking for validation for something that they're not getting anywhere else? It could be both. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot of women like. You see different things where they post stuff and then they get responses from it and that kind of gives them a certain validation. Like everybody likes to see like, yo, you like this picture on IG, you like this comment on Facebook becomes addictive. And so when they throwing these little things out, they want a response, whether they like the response that they got or not. It's still a response. True. I mean, I mean, that's going to be accurate on 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 every single level that you try to put that on to. Um and it's different for men and women. I feel like, you know, again, it's it's if if you lurk, you care. So as a man, if you're lurking on, you know, an ex's page, somebody you're interested in, somebody you don't even know, if you're lurking, that mean, obviously means you're interested. And then for women, you know, it's it's the same thing. If, if you're lurking and you're looking and you're searching and. You're trying to, you know, put in the search bar a girl's first name to figure out what her Instagram name is. Well, one, you're doing too much. But yeah, I was going to say, you time. might have a problem, bro. <laughs> like, we might need to call somebody about you. One. Yeah. You um, might be a stalker. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, I, I have sat in a room of women who have done that, who, who have searched for men really? by their first name or, you know, try to put in the email address and try to find folks. I'm not going to give out all the secrets. I promise that's part two. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's women and men who have the the Sherlock homeboy homegirl tactics down. Yo, so I ask you this real real talk. Um, if a woman likes all of your like photos or whatever you do on social media, you think she wants you? And so there's a couple levels to that. So if she likes if it, if if it's what's today, it's it's October 10th. So. If she likes a picture from October 10th, 2016, then she's feeling the kid. Like, that's got to be it. But if she likes, you know, a picture from today, the day before, the day before, the day before, the day before, eh, maybe she just was catching up because she hadn't been on Instagram for a while. But if she's liking pictures from 62 weeks ago or 98 weeks ago, then, you know, that's she's probably giving you the thumbs up to go ahead and, and slide into the DMs. So I'm not even saying the shorty to just hit you up about like a super old photo. Like I get that one. But what if you see somebody who this name keeps consistently coming up? 
every time you post something, you see this one name and you're like, yo, like, I don't know you, but what's good? Like, well, yeah, I mean, at that point, I mean, it's, it's discretionary at that point, because for me, you know, in this, in the, the current state that I am, you know, if, you know, you're always liking my picture, always like my pictures and then I hop on your page and, you know, do a little research and scroll back a couple of weeks and, and see you, you know, are in a very attractive person. I'm going to double tap on a couple and then, you know, I may slide, you know, to the DMs and see what's going on. Yeah, I was going to say, you liking them first or you just going to, like, slide in? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you a couple likes. You know, I, <laughs> I, I hate to see you with struggling out there with 20 likes on, on, on a fire picture. So, I'm, I'm going to give you an extra one for the culture. And then um, I'm going to go ahead and slide in the DMs and see what's going on. So, check <laughs> this, right? Um, I think because of social media, it made D.C. like, D.C.'s not a big city anyway. I think it got way smaller because of that. Um, how do you feel about dating somebody that one of your friends may have, we'll just say, messed with years prior? Like, they weren't serious. Yeah. No, Is no, it no. like a statue of limitations? Can you say, like, five years, ten years? Like, say, what's I the mean, time limit? Say, I mean, I'll say five, ten years. I mean, I, I know for me, if you know, I have a, a very small circle of people who I consider to be best friends of mine, male and female. Not that I would mess with any of my females friends because I wouldn't but um really that's 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 part two to that question okay so you know for my guys for the, for the, for the guys that I, that I rock with like that like nah I mean it would have to be a, a very very strong strange circumstance for me to say five years ten years later that I'm a rock with this chick that my homeboy used to, to smash down I mean, it 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 would it it would be it would be a hard thing. It it would definitely be a hard thing. I mean, it would. But at the same time, you know, ten fifteen years re- removed. I mean, I'm not that old. So fifteen years ago for me, I think I was still flourishing in high school. So you know, if my homeboy's high school sweetheart all of a sudden decided to come at me in my thirties, I think I would have to uh, consider. You know, my options on, you know, where I would want to take that to. What level I would take that to. You still friends with your high school friends like that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Because okay. um, I was going to say, like, that probably has say, a lot to do with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, three three of my people who I consider to be my best friends, we grew up together. Went to, Two of us went to high school together. So, yeah, I, w- I would say um, I'm, still, I'm still close to those guys. But to be honest, those guys, anybody that they've dated, I wouldn't even think twice about even going down that alley with me with any of their exes period mostly because I probably didn't like any of them but that's neither yeah I keep it real I got a list of like three (laughs) women where they're completely off limits to my friends my friends know who they are like y'all listen don't ever try it um we would have to have hands yeah I mean I think with me because I think the question before was was opposite of me I think with me now if any of my close close friends I'm talking about I can remember your phone number off the back. If they were to ever mess with anybody that I used to date, it'd be hands on site. All right. So if we disqualifying people who your friends potentially could have messed with, like your good friends, right? Okay. Um, It's some other stuff. Like you're Greek. You know what I mean? Like, are you messing with like AKAs? Are you doing Deltas? Are you doing SG Rose? Are you doing Zetas? If I missed the sorority, my bad. Like... <laughs> No, you know what I'm saying? No diss on my part, but I'm not Greek. Okay. 
But, you know, uh, are you disqualifying them just because, like, again, that gives you another small circle and maybe you'll know something you don't want to know about somebody? I mean, in D.C., the, 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 the Greek circle is, is small. Um, you know, whether you're removed from that scene or what have you, you know, your letters don't go away. And so at some point you are associated whether or not you want to be or not. You know, it's like I'll go out. You know, with some of my friends who are alphas, and we could be at an event, and it could be twenty alphas there that I don't know. Somebody's like, "Oh, you know, Stu, he's an alpha, blah blah blah," and, I, and there's that whole conversation uh, that I have to go into with that. And then, as far as restrictive dating is when it comes to Greek life, I wouldn't say I'm restrictive about dating someone who's Greek. Preference is to not to date a super Greek. I think anyone who's listening. Uh, that happens to be Greek knows what a super Greek is. Um, like they still repping their colors that they man, when it, they're like thirty five. It, it, it's it's no, it's not even they still repping. I mean, you're gonna rep to the day you die. But it's the hi. My name is Amanda. I'm I'm a Greek from whatever organization because I don't want to shade any organization or have anyone mad at me because I said Amanda was a and she happened to be a and now y'all mad at me you. because she's really a. So I don't need that. So, but whatever. I mean, in the use of the name doesn't matter either. It was just a random name that starts with the first letter of the alphabet. Hey, stop so. being paranoid. Nobody's going to. I'm just saying because I, 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 I know my Greek Amanda? friends are going to listen and and, and going to give me shit and say, "Oh my gosh, I know who you were talking about. I know who you was talking about, and I don't know why you was talking about her." Blah blah blah. blah. I'm like, it wasn't that serious. So her name yeah. was Jackie. Right. I just gave her a name. Matter of fact, her name was really Ashley. Yeah, there you, you go. Messed it up. Boom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, is there a preference between the different organizations that you like? If you're gonna like <laughs> really a, do it, you're not gonna set me up on that one. Nah, I'm just I'm you serious. Because like, as far as as far as dating, do I have a preference in dating one person of a certain Greek like organization than another? Is there a preference? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Because don't y'all have like a sister organization? Sure. You know what I'm saying? So like, is it easier for you to date one of them? Because they're like, quote unquote, your sisters? Or do you say like, oh, you know, I always knew like the paper bag test, obviously, if you want to be like an AKA or a Delta, like, yeah, we all I, heard that. I mean, they, and I'm not I, even I, saying that this is like a, a um, like a color thing or yeah, no, shade. It's not a color thing. It was a shade thing. But, you know, for me, I am a equal opportunity dater. Hello to everyone out there. That is. So you like all shades of women. I'm, yeah, I do. It's not, but it's not even about oh, my Denzel, know, my man, <laughs> my man. But uh, it's not even about you know. Oh, she's light skinned She's brown skinned She's dark skinned She's this. She's that. So you what don't discriminate. You? Yeah, like nah, you know, I don't I rock with that. Not, I, I'm cool with you know whatever you are. I'm not. I'm not about the. You know, I I need to. It needs to be this. It needs to be that. Um, you know what have you? So. So. I got another question for you. And I mean, um, a lot of people will ask this. How do you think like sex impacts the relationships that you have or you don't have? Especially like, again, when we over 30, like sex is easier to attain than it was when we were 18. Like people don't have the same inhibitions. People don't really care. Like when you were 18, women specifically would be like, oh, I don't want to have a lot of numbers. People are going to judge me for being a hoe. When you're 30, nobody gives an entire fuck. Like you do what you do. No, I, I, I'd say you're wrong in that sense. I'd, I'd say now, uh, it, it, shit, it's hard, to get, it's, it's, it's hard to have sex 
in your 30s unless, you know, you're somebody that everyone knows and it's like, huh, I need to have sex with him. In your 20s, you just like, man, I'm out here just fucking whatever's moving and that's it. But now, really, that's, that wasn't my experience in my 30s, bro. Uh, well, no, your 30s or your 20s? Cause nah, I'm, my 30s. My 30s, I got it in. Nah, for me, my 30s Used have been to. like the, 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 the well-ran dry. Okay. And, you know, in my 20s, it was, it was, it was was it, fighting and bobbing. It was out there. Doing yeah, like my 20s, I did it. But, like, it seemed like in my 30s, like, now you got now you got money in the equation. Um, You're well, able to do more things. So, like, and I'm not even just talking about from a dating aspect. You get to have these life experiences that we couldn't really afford to have when we were 20. Like, I don't know many of my friends that were going out of the country and having mad fun. When yeah, we were but 20. that doesn't mean that it necessarily opens up the, the range of, of, of sexual encounters just because, you know, you have... Got extra hundred dollars in the bank, and you can go out and. You know. I don't know. I feel like people on vacations have less like inhibitions. Like shorties be down for more. I just want to have fun. Where if it's in my city, eh, I, I don't want to have a reputation because I could see you again. But there's a certain thing where what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, or yeah, but everything but the STDs. But I mean, I feel you. I mean, if yeah, why are you saying that, yo? Everybody, please get tested. Like, if you don't please. know your status, you should probably do that. Like, be a grown-up. Don't be an idiot. But please. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Plug, plug, plug. Yeah, I'm going to plug that for them. But, um, no, nah, I mean, I, I I think, you know, when you're on vacation, you're, you're on vacation, you're just like, you know, whatever happens, happens. That's cool. I get it. We've all been there. We've all done it. Lie to yourself if you want to and say that you haven't done it. But, I mean, we've all done it, you know. And we some of us probably still live by that idea that I'm out the country and I'm doing whatever. And it's not going to have an effect on anything. So, you really, like, that's an interesting, like, twist. I didn't expect you to say, like, you thought it was harder to attain in your 30s than it was in your 20s. I mean, because if that was the case, then you wouldn't have so many people, you know, upset or, you know, feeling like that they're in their 30s, they're single, and it's the quote-unquote end of the road for them. Like, it's not the end of the road, but, yeah, you're single, you're 30. And then people are like, well, I'm in my career, I've got, you know, money, or I'm trying to attain money. And then they think about all these other outside goals that they're trying to attain, and then they're like, I'm single. Shit. What do I do? Or why am I single? And then if you have them sit down and think about their past five, seven, ten years of their life and how they've been living, you know, there's why you're single. I mean, I'm single, and I can pinpoint... Every single reason of a video, if you put it on, that would say, oh, there it is, oh, there it is, oh, there it is, oh, there it is, and boom. So I get it. So, you know, it's always that idea that, you know, if, if it's always an issue, always an issue, and always an issue in a relationship, you're the issue. Eh, I wouldn't say that I'm the issue, per se, but I would also say that it would probably be me, more of me not really... I align myself to see what the issue is and cutting the issue off. Yeah, I was going to say, so why are you single then? Because, I mean, if you if you see where you, you went wrong previously, why haven't you changed that behavior so that you don't have that kind of moving forward? Well, because at, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm a giver, a nurturer, like a person that wants to go up and do above and beyond for anybody until they prove to me that, you know, me going above and beyond for them wasn't worth it. And so once it's gone, it's gone. And so it's never going to come back. And so... 
Have you tried to get it to come back? I've tried. I've tried it. I mean, I tried it with the the last relationship that I was in. I tried to. You yeah, because I was pretty like I used to see you on IG a lot. Like you was doing a lot of cooking. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Well, I mean, well, I cook all the time, so plug, I know. But plug, I was plug, like plug. looking like man, plug, like plug, plug, he's plug. putting me to shame. I need to get my <laughs> cooking game up. So I cook all the time, and I think you know that's that's one thing that you know people I think appreciate is that you know when you cook for somebody, a lot of love goes into to doing that, and so. Yeah, people appreciate that. You know, whether it's, you know, people I date, whether it's my friends, my mother, my sister, family, whatever. People appreciate, you know, having a home-cooked meal. So I don't think that that is necessarily the issue. But, you know, for me, it's... it's. I'm not a complicated person, I don't think. Um, but the issue of trying to figure out how do you cope and deal with and and get along with somebody who is opposite of you so do you believe opposites attract i used to or nah i shouldn't say that do you think opposites can work of course yeah i mean i think anybody can work i mean you know everyone always says you know this person is beautiful this person's ugly you know it's i don't really think it's about looks um you know I, i for me if it were about looks and I lost my sight, then I would never be in love. But for me, it's about, you know, a feeling of the connectedness, uh, a feeling of, you know, someone speaking to your soul in a different way than the other another person would. Um, being able to lose yourself completely in the idea of someone else that no one else exists. And I don't think that I'm not going to say D.C. I don't think that men or women are built that way anymore. I think that there is some idea that has tainted them in a way that that doesn't exist. And so now you have all these falsehoods of what a relationship is with the idea of what a relationship is. And so people are very pissed off about that. The single folks are. And then the folks that are in relationships aren't really in relationships anymore. They're in these situationships where they're just... Going through the idea of I'm in a quote unquote relationship with somebody, but I'm also fucking this chick on the side, or I'm in a relationship with somebody, but I'm also fucking this dude on the side on the weekends. And I think the girl, what's the name, SZA, said it the best. You know, you can have them through the week, but she wants to be the weekend chick. So but it's like we both have a boyfriend or some shit, right? Yeah. Something like that. So it's like you know when you have these songs and these different ideas coming out, it's like. What's what's really going on where the dynamic of relationship of you know how it was when let's just say our parents grew up whether they're married not married whatever I mean we all got here somehow so that idea of that old school love that old school relationship that old school quote unquote courting that old school idea that chivalry isn't dead because it's not you're just dealing with the wrong nigga or you're allowing the other dude to treat you how he wants to treat you instead of how you should be treated and so you're upset at him when you should really be upset at yourself because you're allowing him to do these things to you when he really shouldn't be doing these things but he bought you a two for 20 mil from Applebee's and so you happy and you full and you got your coke but at the end of the day he was really just trying to fuck so like but can I push back a little bit on that um even for my parents generation and I guess like the generations prior to them you always heard you know the quote unquote papa was a rolling stone or you know what I'm saying? Such and such with the um, the hair that used to brush backwards because my man was putting a perm in it, they were really getting it in these streets. Like, 
they would have like another family, you know, one town over. And because the world was small and nobody would know anybody, nobody would really know. Or like, I don't want to say nobody cared, but people didn't know. Or people dying and, like, you know, a bunch of people are showing up at funerals like, yo, I'm the side chick. The difference now is because the world is so small because of technology, I feel like these things don't really, nothing stays hidden. No, I mean, I don't think it, I, I, I agree with you. Okay. Um, I agree with you on that, in, in that standpoint. I don't think that anything is hidden. I mean, you've got side chicks coming out now um, and just, you know, spilling the tea where before. You know, yeah, there's no code the, of ethics before, to this anymore. <laughs> Yeah. Like, and I hate to say that, but the side like, chick code of ethics is gone out the window. Um, you know, it used to be, you know, I'm a side chick. Whether it's known to you or not known to you, you were the side chick. And so when it came about that you were the side chick and it was exposed, you know, chicks back in the day, they, psh, all right, cool. I mean, you still want to give me X, Y, and Z? I don't care. Now it's chase a check. What can I get from you? What can I get out of this being a side chick? And I'm like, y'all weren't married. So you I'll ask you this. You voluntarily had sex with me, so yeah, I'm gonna ask you this, and I'll if like you don't feel comfortable answering it, don't like I will. Um, you ever smashed somebody, or did you ever? Were you ever in a situation where you were like the side nigga? It, I mean, and I say that because like, and my point was going was like, why didn't you necessarily like spill the beans when like something happened? Because everybody's probably been in a situation where like somebody found out something that they shouldn't have, and you decided to hold that situation down. Instead of, you know, milking it for what it was worth. Sure. So I'll say in my 20s, I, I had a situation where I was a side dude. Chick was married. Knew she was married. Said she was going through a divorce. I was there for massages and dick. And I and rarely was there a massage. So I didn't care. I mean, I was in my 20s. I, I didn't really care that she was married, going through a divorce. I didn't care what the status of it was because at the end of the day, I wasn't looking for anything. And so what she wanted from me was someone to be there, someone to be compassionate, someone to take her mind off of things. So I was that person. I knew that I was a quote unquote side dude or whatever you want to classify it as. And I was cool with that. Okay. Because I was going to say, like, I've certainly. I, I know a situation where I was definitely the side dude and uh, Shorty had a boyfriend. Um. I never told. <laughs> it's not like I ran around everybody like, yo, I'm messing with such and such so it could kind of give back. Um, but I always felt like now things are so different where everybody wants to say like, hey, look at me or everything is for social media. Like I hate it when my man Kevin Hart had to come out and say publicly, I cheated on my wife. And the reason that I hated that was because I just feel like that's not anybody else's business but his family's. Like, the fact that you feel like you have to go to social media to explain something, that's a problem for me. Well, yeah, okay, so let's step out, but let's step back in real quick. Okay. So, with the Kevin Hart piece, I'll take that to a football level. So, I feel like, or take it with any level. So, if today I went out and raped somebody, hypothetically speaking, folks, um, went to jail, got out of jail, and went to work the next day, my job is never going to find out about that. And if my job does find out about that, that that has nothing to do with what I do at work, what I do in the office, how my performance is from there, and whether, you know, I'm charged of it or not charged of it, that's a different case. Um, And so, like, with the NFL, it's just kind of like one of those things where 
if my on the field performance isn't affected about something I do outside of work, that shouldn't affect my job. And so while you have these players and speaking more so importantly about Kaepernick, you know, he didn't do anything that would affect his ability, his job on the field. And so now he is unable to <clears throat> do what he knows how to do. It's just play football. So I don't think that those things should circle around that idea that you were talking about at all. Because, so, I mean, he's going to make money off this. You know it's going to be in his next comedy special. Well, yeah. It's like it, it is. He, that's what he does. He Kevin turns, Hart is like, definitely going to turn that into something that's going to make him millions. I mean, even for like when they did the what, what for the for the pussy challenge, like he didn't do one because this whole shit was going on. Like if right. this wasn't going on, I'm sure Kevin Hart would have lit Instagram on fire with something. He'd have gave chocolate drop. Yeah, chocolate drop would have gave yeah. us something. Yeah, dial line would he would dial line would have gave us something. But nobody's talking about it because it's it's so much other stuff going on right now that. You know, these little games, these little challenges that, you know, are going on. These celebs that are caught up in some shit aren't seen. So if we wrapping this up, right, what exactly do you want from a woman? Like, especially one in the city, like ideally speaking, and I'm not talking like physical and shit because that doesn't really matter. Like, I think that the best thing that you said was like, yo, if I was blind today, like that, that wouldn't change anything. Like, I can't fall in love with you by seeing you. Right. No. So, I mean, I think for me, it's more so, you know, getting to know someone. I'm a very intellectual person when it comes to knowing somebody. You know, it's not, oh, what do you like to do for fun? What's your favorite color? You know, what do you like to eat? At the end of the day, everyone likes to eat. Everyone has a favorite color that isn't yours. And it really doesn't, that really doesn't matter. And so for me, you know, it's, how do our personalities click together? You know, how do we make each other grow together? You know, how do we expand upon those ideas and go forward? Like, <clears throat> because if I tell you I like to take long walks on the beach and you're like, I like the beach, then we kind of both like taking long watches on the long walks on the beach and the beach. So it's like, it doesn't matter. But if you tell me that you are into quantum physics and I tell you I'm into space travel and we can talk about that over all flat chicken wings because I like all flats then we good first I'd say y'all are both Trekkies and probably nerds <laughs> but um, I, I am a nerd so I, 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 I get it so nah but tell you, you the know, truth I think, I think a lot of folks don't I think a lot of folks look okay here you go and you can edit this down however you want to so no, it's all good a lot of folks you know, see see the personality bartenders do because we talked about that <clears throat> in the beginning. <clears throat> a lot of folks see bartenders do. Bartenders do's IG is popping. Bartenders do's uh, Instagram is funny. Bartenders do's personality on social media is just awesome as fuck. But when you get to know me, then you'll realize that yeah, he's funny. Yeah, he's you know comical. Has a nice smile. Has blah blah blah. That's going on for him. Not going to gas myself up there. Um, but you know, when you meet me and when you realize who I am, I'm quiet. Like, I like to say to myself, like, I'm not always on my phone, but I'm always occupying myself around something else, whether it's in the kitchen, you know, whether it's, you know, dedicating myself to like exercising, what have you. Like, it's not always Instagram post, Instagram post, Instagram post, Instagram post, ha 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 ha. Like, that's not always what it is. So you're not your social media profile. I 
I wouldn't say that I'm not my social media profile because I'm super petty. <laughs> super petty. Like, that's going to be me all day. Because, um, see, every time that I see you, I'm going to keep it all the way real. You always got, like, a hookah tip. Like, you're chilling. You know what I'm saying? Like, anytime it's like, yo, we, we passing the hookah around, you, you kind of appear out of nowhere. You got your own tip. You put it in. You puff, puff, and you pass, and then you're gone and I again. Up. Yeah, and that's how it is. I mean, you can ask anybody that comes to my house. I mean, you know, I've always got the food flowing. I always got the hookah flowing. I always have, you know, some sort of entertainment for folks. But for me, you know, I'm always jumping around, being the host, and making sure everybody's good. I mean, I've got my hookah right here, right now. Um, so, I mean, it, 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 it's a part of me, it, and it, it's, it's a good part. And, you know, I think it just adds to, you know, the function of, you know, having fun and, and kind of when I want to have a kickback. People love the kickbacks that I have, so I don't think that that's ever. Yo, when did kickback become the thing? Like, isn't it just a just a kickback? Like a year? It's like a year long thing. Yeah, right? I was gonna say, isn't it just a get together? Like, yo, I'm yeah. having people over. I'm having, I'm having a, a a gathering at my house. Yeah, like when did it, like when did kickback, kickback become the word? We are gonna call it a kickback. Like I started hearing that more and more. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> what is this? Like, I'm it's getting old because I don't know nothing about these words. It's a kickback. Okay. Okay. Well, yo, man. Um, here's what I would definitely like to see for you: a, the ladies whose DMs that you slide in, uh, respond back with something. It doesn't mean that, like, you know, um, y'all need to go out on a date, y'all need to do anything, but you should be open to the opportunity. Like, I feel like one of the things that you said was kind of key, and I don't want to make it so biblical, but why block your blessing? Like, sure. you're willing to give people chances in all types of ways. So if somebody's respectful and they kind of approach you in a, in a nice way, give them a chance. You just never know. Um, Obviously, I'm not saying, like, if you're unattracted to somebody, you should give them a chance. But, like, I'm just going to keep it all the way real. At the point that we're at at this point right now, you got you to gotta really feel that you're not getting any younger. And you can't worry about all of the things somebody has or doesn't have. Like, you're just kind of holding, you know, yourself back. Like, I don't want to date somebody with kids. But at 36, I might have to decide, you know what? Yeah, but at 36. You know what I'm saying? Shorty, like, I could date a younger woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can't. But women don't really have that same option where they could go super young because a lot of times that comes with its own drawbacks. True. So, I mean, I want them to be all right. That's all. Like, I want everybody to be cool. I want you to find somebody that's happy and for everybody to just kind of find somebody. It's not happening, but... You could wish the best for everybody, even when they don't want it for themselves. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would, I guess, I, my strong push would be to, you know, not not get jaded by the DC scene because you know you dated a bunch of dudes and it didn't work out, um, or you dated a bunch of chicks and it didn't work out, and now you're just like fuck all these hoes and fuck all these niggas. Like, it's not really even about that. Like, I think at the end of the day, it's about you know doing what, doing what makes you happy, and what makes you happy isn't. An Instagram picture that you're going to see. It's not a Facebook status that somebody puts. It's not, you know, some Bible verse that you read this morning on your way to work on the train. Like, happiness for you is happiness for you. Happiness for me is happiness for me. And so, at the end of the day, it's just like, how do you get yourself into that mindset that just because it's sunny outside, I'm happy? Like, it rained yesterday. It rained all morning yesterday. And I'm sure everybody was like, I'm not fucking going to work. But if they didn't go to work, then 
they ain't got a check coming in. Fact. You know what I'm saying? Like Fact. money's gone. So yeah, it's yeah. like I gotta go to work. Right. So same thing in relationships. It's like you wanna see X, Y, and Z in relationships. You want things to be, you know, black and white or, you know, whatever it is in relationships. It's not gonna be that way. It's never gonna be that way. But it's a matter of, you know, what do you wanna deal with? What do you wanna put up with? How do you wanna Grow individually. I was going to say knowing yourself is super important. Yeah, I, mean, I think like, a lot of shit doesn't yeah. work out for people because they don't know themselves. Right, and I think and I and I know for me personally, like I have been in, I'm a relationship jumper. So like I get out of one, I jump to another. Get out of one, jump to another. Get out of one, jump to another. And so now, you know, as I'm older, I'm starting to see that there's no benefit of jumping jumping to a relationship just to be with somebody. You need to find the right person you need, no 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 not even that you need to find yourself you need to find who you are and find out you know like what you really really bring as everyone says to the table in order to really see that you know someone else is either worthy of your time because at that point when you realize and you see what you are who you are supposed to be and you see what you bring to the table then when you're going to go date somebody then asking them to quote unquote show you that big joker little joker deuce of spades however you play the game it's not that deep you are and they, and, they, and they bring it to the table you know what I'm saying so all those pieces are pieces that I think if people start going about the dating scene in DC that way they will understand more that it's cause a nigga drives BMW don't mean shit like you can still be broke bro. let me tell you this I don't drive a car I don't have a car I don't own a car I haven't owned a car in five years I have no problem getting around. I have no problem going anywhere to see somebody. I don't care if you're in Virginia. I can get there. Not a problem. No problem at all. But, you know, I, I met a young lady. She said, oh, you don't have a car? I said, no, I don't have no car. I said, I don't, I don't have a car. And she was like, oh, well, we can't date. I said, why not? She said, well, I'm going to see you. I said, that's my problem. I, like, I'll get there. But if you want to see me, I'll come see you. It's no right. problem. So... Yeah, that didn't work out. Okay. <laughs> as crazy as that is. <laughs> yeah, see, this is and this is the stuff that I want to say. Like, don't block your blessings. You just never I know mean, how things It's not even about blocking your blessings. Just stop being a dumbass. Like, or stop being, living in a world where... Society you know, tells you that you have you to think, check off certain I, boxes. Think, right, or you think a house phone is still connected to a fucking corded, corded phone in the kitchen at your mom's house on a rotary dial. Like, that's not life. Like, that's not it at all. Like... Right now, life is, is, is inaudible. Life is, you know, going for fourth and one where they expect you to run a run play, but you run a trick play or you run a play action play and you, and you fake everybody out, but you still give it everything you got. So I know we're kind of, well, I'm super Black Lives Matter, so I'm <laughs> not feeling the football references, but I do feel I feel you. you. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I feel I'm Black you. Lives Matter, too. I, I mean, you. I'm still watch my ratings on Sunday and the rest of football, like, I really don't give a shit about. But at the same time. You know, it, 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 there, there, there's correlations to anything. I mean, facts. And I feel like you shouldn't try to correlate everything in your life to a book. Please, ladies, stop trying to like take them pictures in Miami and trying to like correlate that shit to like Confucius because it's not it. Like, it's just not. It's not. <laughs> like, I'm tired of it. Like, them $100 flights on Spirit for a weekend staying at the, what's the, I don't even remember the hotel. Fountain there. Blue? Yeah, LaFontaine so like, Blue. Like, everybody stays like, at the Fountain Blue. Stop it. Stop, stop, says stop. That. I do it myself, but I feel you. I just don't fly spirit. <laughs> American Airlines, baby. Um, yo, I just want to say thank you. Yeah, man. You know what I mean, this no has problem. been dope. 
We should do a part two. Yeah, nah. You, you know what I'm saying? You're always welcome to come on. We'll do this again. Uh, y'all been joined by another episode of The Raw World. I got my man Bartender Stoon here, and we out of here. Good night, y'all.